Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Goodbye now is over. That's all. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap. It's Friday, and this is the wrap on the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thank God it's Well, this week we asked, does the world really need non-alcoholic bars? And it's Friday the 13th. Does our rap panel have anything superstitious that they're concerned about? Today, our rap panelists are Jerry Mayer Judson, of course, our show contributor, Leo Halive is away today, and Sarah Daniels. She's a real estate agent in Seltzer. She's an author and broadcaster as well. Jerry, Sarah, welcome. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. I like it. Set the tone. There you go. There you go. All right, well, let's go to topic number one. First and foremost, there's a new beverage shop opening up in Port Coquitlam in November, and they called, what's it, Bevy's? Bevy. Bevy's. Bevy. Bevy. Uh, And they're slated to open, as I said, in November, and they'll be serving non-alcoholic drinks. Uh, And I... I've been hearing about this movement about, mm-hmm. you know, Friday nights. Why do we always have to drink? Why do we, you know, always uh, have social events and everything has to be around alcohol? So there is this growing movement. Uh, Sarah, let me start with you first and foremost. What do you think about a booze-free bar? Isn't that just Starbucks? <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. You can go to a bar and not order booze. I mean, are there even bars anymore? It shows shows you what my social life is like. But I mean, there's restaurants. I mean, I think I think of a bar as being more like a pub, and a pub can have. I mean, you don't have. I don't know. It's it's a niche maybe for for generation whatever. But as a boomer, I don't really get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 like you, and I've closed a few bars around the world, and and I'm having difficulty <laughs> wrapping my head around it. And in fact, Jerry Jerry Mary Judson mm. uh, had some non-alcoholic wine at her desk. Right? I did, I did. It makes me sound like I have like a I don't know non-alcoholic wine problem. Get into it. It comes in a go. can. It comes uh, in a can. So I'm just <laughs> opening up some. This is red wine. That would, that would be weird if I passed somebody like in an office situation. You know, in the middle of the day, and they had like a, a, like a wine glass with even non-alcoholic wine. That would be weird. <laughs> if I, uh, if I, gonna... like you were working in the alcohol industry yourself. I did get these as uh, I did do a chit chat with Chris Pagliacchini from One's Winery and uh, right. they make the wine, they de-alcoholize it and uh, I got, it was very nice of them. They sent me a shipment, but I had no, I had no, uh, no use for it apart from today. And as a part of generation, whatever I do, I'm pretty, I'm pretty into the idea of a non-alcoholic bar that serves all kinds of different beverages just so you can have the bar, the pub experience maybe, but without say, if you're maybe, if you're in recovery or something like that, but you miss the environment, you miss the behavior that you can't engage in anymore. So I think it's like a n- pretty neato idea, but maybe I'm kind of a teetotaler. So, I mean, do you well, think wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be like just going to a restaurant or? But the vibe I mean, is different from a bar to a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like I can go yeah. to, I don't know, Boston Pizza doesn't quite, I don't know why that's the first restaurant that I grabbed. <laughs> I mean, just that's wild. What a reach. <laughs> Uh, but but it's different from going to something like maybe the poorhouse or something like that. 
Uh, now, um, is in your mind, in your generation, is this an, is this a thing? Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of, even I'm uh, on the cusp of millennial and Gen Z, Gen Z are getting frighteningly, distressingly old. But I think that there's a, it's a bigger movement, maybe among the younger folks who are sort of like, well, why do you need to drink on a Friday? Why can't you just uh, hang out with your pals and have a mocktail and do something else? Really? Yeah. It's weird. We're weirdly puritanical. I don't know what it is. That's interesting. So I, I'm like Sarah. Like I have a, a tough time. I understand the concept of not drinking. That, that, I, that yeah, I can get. totally. But... Uh, I, my, I can't wrap my head around going to uh, a bar and not have alcohol. Not, it's like you kind of expect to feel a certain way and then you're not going to feel a certain way. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you can I don't know, smuggle I some in. I can't have a... You can go to a bar and not drink alcohol. You can't go to a non-bar and drink alcohol. It's kind of <laughs> defeating the purpose, obviously. So your choices are greater in a bar and I mean, like, I, I don't really drink that much anymore anyhow. So to me, it wouldn't it wouldn't even matter. But I'm not going to like literally, oh, I'm too old and I would be thrown out. So it wouldn't matter. But I'm not going to literally go, oh, I need to let's go and hang out in a place that does not serve alcohol. Like, that's just not, <laughs> not going to happen. Not even want the, yeah. I'm, I'm more likely to go to a restaurant. But I mean, if I'm going to like meet a client or do something like that or meet somebody after work, and it's not going to be alcohol-based, it's just going to be, like, whatever, I'd probably just go to Starbucks. Yeah, I'm like you. I, I, uh, I, I, get, I get the trend, but I just can't. What we need is more late-night cafes, you know what I'm saying? Because what if the, that's an hours thing, too, is maybe yeah. the cafe, the Starbucks, closes at 9, or I don't know when Starbucks closes because I'm also, I don't go out late at all, yeah. ever. But uh, maybe it's an hours thing. Maybe you want to hang out, do something after, oh. and you're not relegated to Denny's or to trying to find see, a closed I, cafe. I couldn't, I couldn't see something like this taking off in Europe because wine is so God, part of the no. club, right? And things are open to Efficiently late in Europe. Also, <laughs> that is true. That is true. So I don't want to. I don't want to kill this this business idea for these folks over at Bevies. And no. good luck to them uh, in Port Coquitlam. They're launching in November. We wish them all the best. Uh, and everybody will be Jerry's age, and you and I, uh, Jazz, would just be losers there anyhow. So you know, consequently, a, we are not. Jazz and I are not the target audience. No, we are way. not. And I, we, you know, especially as a former front end, front line reporter, there, uh, it's not what we did in the old days. No. <laughs> no, no, me and yeah, my gentler friends. After a hard day of work, kicking back with a cranberry juice, Jazz. That uh, just doesn't seem like it's going to uh, be the I same. don't recall ever saying uh, in Beirut, let's go out for a, to a non-alcoholic bar. <laughs> so, let's yeah, go for iced like- teas. <laughs> We are speaking to our Friday wrap panel. Joining us now is Sarah Daniel. She's a real estate agent in South Surrey. She's an author and broadcaster. And joining us today is show contributor Jerry Mayer Judson. All right. Uh, question number two today is, of course, Friday the 13th. Uh, do you have any superstitions that, uh, you know, you go through or do you worry about things on a day like today? Jerry, let me start with you. Absolutely. You do? Um, I, yeah, like I, not Friday the 13th specific. I'm like a pretty spooky individual. I currently am wearing a dress with like the the skeleton on it i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty into the friday the 13th mythos it's happening in the spookiest month of the year that is october um but my one superstition that i do carry with me is i never get out of bed on the opposite side that i got in on i have to exit and enter my bed on the same side how long has that been going on oh since childhood man (laughs) yeah we're going on 20 odd years of me doing this particular thing (laughs) what about you guys when did that like just what was the reason i think i was reading a ghost book and 
something that said it's bad luck or something to get out. I think it was in a bathroom reader for kids and it was a list of superstitions and a list of bad luck things. And I was susceptible in my tiny mind. And I really took hold of uh, the don't get out of bed on the opposite side you got into bed on. Apparently it's bad luck. Wow. Mm -hmm. I did not expect that. (laughs) That came out of left field. Uh, Sarah, how about you? Do you have any superstitions? I I I am still recovering from the bed thing because that really freaks me out. <laughs> oh, I'm um, so sorry if I gave you a new one. <laughs> I, no, I have habits, but I I don't think I have any superstitions. I mean, it's Friday the thirteenth. The number thirteenth is thirteen has you know worked out pretty well for Taylor Swift. So you know I, I don't think that that's been a bad thing for her. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't have that superstition. I'm trying to think of is there anything that yeah you know what. Not really. I mean, I consider it bad luck to run out of money. Sure. I think yeah. most people feel that <laughs> way. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I mean, but I've, I've never had, like, I've never thought, oh, walking under a ladder or, you know, black cats or, or any of those typical superstitions have been a thing. It's interesting because, I'm you know, obviously I'm a realtor and a lot of buildings, for instance, um, to humor those kind of superstitions, don't have the 13th floor. That's One building true. in White yeah, Rock. Yeah, they're still doing that. Uh, yeah, because there's a, a, a lot of uh, East Asian buyers, mm-hmm. they uh, have not only is there no 13th floor, but there's no number four. So right. there's no fourth floor, and every, and the units in the building are so 102, 103, 105. There's no fours at all. Oh, wow. I remember, yeah. I remember when I was living in China and went to get a cell phone, and they give you all these numbers, and I was told, yeah, just make sure you don't get a four in your number. And, of course, those are the ones they offer you, particularly foreigners. Yeah, the ones there. that no one wants. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I had, we, it took me a while to get a phone number that didn't have an overwhelming amount of fours. It's, they're littered with them there, but it's absolutely true. Number four is not what you want whatsoever. What's your superstitions, Jazz? I don't really have any superstitions. I mean, I, when a black cat does come, I do hesitate a little bit. I don't know why. <gasps> I find it silly. He but he was awesome. Sorry. Aww. He had a black cat. He was awesome. His name was Bear. He huh? ruled the neighborhood. <laughs> and did you know? Still indoor, outdoor before coyotes became the problem, and you know, but he like he mm-hmm. sort of ruled the neighborhood I lived in, and he was kind of a badass. Oh wow. Yeah, so. Yeah. Did you guys know yeah. that even today, black cats have a lower adoption rate yeah. at the shelter and everything it's like that brutal. because of the ads? Same with black dogs. Yeah, oh, that's with black so dogs. sad. I had a black dog named Paco. Yeah, like some. It, it's weird about it's it's weird about those kind of superstitions. Like the number four thing is apparently because there's a, some symbol in in Chinese in one of the Chinese in Mandarin or Cantonese. I'm not sure which one mm-hmm. that rep, that that looks very much like the bad luck like a bad luck sign or something like that. It's the way that the number four looks mm-hmm. in it as opposed to the number four itself. So it's too similar to something that is bad. Have you had any so. East Asian buyers ever buy a house with a number four in it? Just the house number. I, my pair. I used to live at. Uh, this is a, this is funny. I used to live at forty four seventy Pine Crescent. That house was torn down, yeah. and the new owners who were Chinese built a new place. And they petitioned the city because I mean you could, they couldn't do anything about the two forts, but to combat it, they changed the address to forty four sixty eight. Oh wow! <laughs> but I've I've had things like the Feng Shui, um, where clients, you know, if you can see the back door, if you can see the back of the house from the front. Um, where the st- stairs are positioned, mm-hmm. but even within Chinese culture, there is a lot of variances of of what feng shui might mean. Yeah. So, so you have so even that can be a little bit nutty, but it's usually it's it's mostly first generation 
Um, Chinese buyers that are, are more superstitious about that, though I have had some second-generation buyers where mum and dad have put their foot down. You are not living on the fourth floor. There's got to be an eight somewhere, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, Wow. Well, there you it's go. It's a thing for sure. Who needs Friday the 13th? That's 365 days a year. 100% superstitions every exactly. single day. There a lot go. of rules. There. A lot of rules. I remember when I was a kid, it was you couldn't, like, the, uh, people tried to walk home from school without ste- uh, stepping on the cracks in the sidewalk. That was supposed to be bad. So you don't break your mama's back, obviously, yeah. of course. <laughs> Something weird like that. Yeah. There you go. Sarah, thank you so much. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too, guys. All right. That's Sarah Daniels, real estate agent in South Surrey. She's an author and broadcaster and, of course, uh, uh, pitching in today, Jerry Merchutz, our show contributor. Um, I didn't know about that last one on the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, you know. Stop it. You didn't no. avoid the cracks in the sidewalk? Oh, my goodness. Seriously, that's, that was a thing. I that was know. a thing. And also, my OCD was rampant when I was a child and adolescent. So my superstitions were also kind of baked into that. It was a whole other thing. But wow. there's some leftovers. Cool. I don't like cracks still. <laughs> Lesson <laughs> learned. Thank you. Thank you. Oh.